We thought it would be fun to take the hottest takes we've ever considered, takes we don't even necessarily believe, and argue about those takes like we really did believe them. But do we? Do we actually believe them? That's for you to decide. Welcome to The Hottest Take. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. My name is Bill Simmons. I'm here at the Ringer headquarters with Ryan Rosillo. First time in the house. Take Ryan, you have the floor. If it weren't for the death of Dr. Joseph Warren Ooh. at the Battle of Bunker Hill, George Washington would have been a lumberjack with bad credit. <laughs> okay. George Washington, great leader. No one is going to deny that, okay? But he really loved land. You get a little bossy about it at times. And he also loved to shop. It was unbelievable. I mean, this guy was like, it wasn't Amazon Prime. But he'd be looking at these catalogs and being like, I need the latest China. I need this. He also was very forward thinking about his papers, which I mentioned on my podcast this week, is that he would order these massive chests. It was like the original Trapper Keeper, where he would order these chests and like different people in the military would have to carry around his papers. And he would keep track of every single historical decision he was making because he sort of knew he would see this vision of himself as like this great uh, American and this first leader. And he or, was- Or he was a hoarder. Yeah, or that. He was a revolutionary hoarder. Like, how many freaking tables do you need to <laughs> yeah, order on, from dude. France? Throw one of these out. Yeah, and he was always like broke, and guys in France were like, are you going to send us this? I mean, the guy couldn't rub two shillings together <laughs> at a time, but then all of a sudden he'd have like the newest linens, and he really liked his clothes. But the reason he was picked to be the first leader of this Continental Congress is because Dr. Joseph Warren died. Now, Warren was born in Roxbury, not the Berry but the fruit y'all 1741 died in 1775. So he was 34 when he was killed. Like when I was 34, I was just opening a savings account. Okay. Right. This guy had gone to, um, you just stopped wearing sleeveless t-shirts like a year before. <laughs> yeah, pretty much <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. I have to sign for this. Um, <laughs> he'd gone to Harvard. Okay. Yeah. Became a doctor, taught for a little while, married a woman, and then she died. And then he was like a father of four. Then he got married again. But he was a member of the Continental Congress the first two times. It was a double marriage? Yeah, double marriage. That happened a lot back then. Because a lot of times they'd be like, hey, I've just got a million kids. You want to get married? You're like, yep. <laughs> so how'd you meet her? <laughs> I met her on IHaveKids.com. <laughs> so when Warren was in these meetings, they'd be like, this guy's got it. I like the cut of his jib. They're like, we're making you president of the third Continental Congress. So yeah. he was terrific. And then he also not only was a doctor and at the front lines of, of helping people out, he was also very good and malleable where he could actually talk to some of the uh, loyalists and he could operate with them where some of the other Boston guys were like, don't bring these dudes over here. Don't bring them into Boston, which was originally more of an island than it was anything else. They had that thin neck and it was surrounded by water. I don't know why so many people from Boston don't believe that all the time, but it's true. So- you know, Warren's just plugging along. He's the guy that told Sammy Adams and his boys to just spread the word. Yeah. Um, Paul Revere, you know, that whole ride. He's like, hey, guys, we shit's getting real. Get out to Lexington. Yeah. You know, he showed up to the Battle of Lexington uh, earlier that year. And then when he came to Bunker Hill, they were like, look, don't go in there. Israel Putnam was beside himself. He's like, Joe, 
you can't go fight. And he's like, where's the heaviest fighting? I now submit myself to go to the front lines as just a private. And they're like, no, you're a commander. Like, you can't go in there. And then he went down there and some Brit coward shot him right in the face. Now, there's a famous painting that shows Warren, you know, being held up by another of his his you know, brothers in, in military holding him up and then a bayonet about to stab him, but he was actually shot in the head, like domed up, right? So what happens is all the guys in Philadelphia, the Continental Congress, and by the way, it was awesome back then too, because you could just decree stuff and you'd be like, all right, we're at a bar. Like I've had seven, seven malt drafts. Be like, I decree this. And then yeah. like the papers, they just start handing them out to everybody. He's a big part of that too. So the Continental Congress is like, okay, so we've got this Bunker Hill battle, which technically the Brits won. But they lost like a thousand guys and the revolutionary side, you know, different phrasing for all this different stuff. We're just going to make sure everybody can keep up. They didn't lose that many dudes, but they lost the position on Bunker Hill. And it was a great line after the fact who had said, we would gladly give up a hill for the same price, meaning the amount of bodies they took out. And the Brits are like, what is going on with these guys? Right? Yeah. And so. Bunch of mass holes is what was, it was going on. It was a bunch on. of mass holes. I mean, the mass hole. Every 50 pages, there's some new mass hole thing. And that actually gets back to Warren and Washington. A lot of you think you're better than me. Right. So Washington, who, by the way, height overrated. And this doesn't seem like it was that hard. Like, I'm not a scientist, but forever he was supposedly this monster. And it was because when they measured his skeleton, his feet were broken forward. And they would measure like a foot as if you were on your tippy toes. Uh. And Washington was actually only 6'2". But he was apparently like a badass of a dude. Like, there was this fight on the common at one point, And he just like jumped in there and ripped him apart like some guy at the harp. Just, you know, like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. That, that's the guy from Somerville that works at the harp. Like, yeah. Uh, that's what Washington was like. So he was this rugged outdoorsman, loved his land, loved shopping. And then he would always kind of do this like humble thing. And I don't know if that was like the original Russell Wilson or what, where he would be like, I don't really want to run your army. I don't think I'm up for it. I don't, but yet he was a really obsessed guy who was pursuing um, gains in society. So I think deep down, he always did want these promotions, but he would act as if he wasn't interested. And that's how he ended up getting them all. But the Continental Congress is like, look, this Joseph Warren guy was unbelievable, unbelievable. But do we really want another mass hole running this army? Because yeah. they were always worried. They're like, what's to stop them from just deciding to attack Philadelphia? What's them from stopping? You know, like we can't control we these guys. Probably. I mean, hell, I think in the 90s, we should have been able to invade Hartford when we thought they were getting the pats for a week. Right. Like, I don't think it would have been out of hand for just a bunch of guys from Framingham to be like, do you want to go down there and just start, <laughs> you know, invading Hartford? Some hot dog trucks. Yeah, right. Like, we'll just, we'll put up a bunch of cones around travelers and say, yeah. hey, now it's, now you can't leave. We'll right. take Hartford, then we'll take it. Yeah, Bristol. Right. Yeah. I should have pluralized use. So they're like, well, who can we find? Like this Washington guy is kind of a badass, but you know, his track record isn't killer, but he's, he's pretty good as a leader. And like, we like him and he's reserved. And he's always good in a room. He's so they were like, yeah. So that's basically what happened. If Warren were not shot in the face at Bunker Hill, then he would have probably been the first president of the United States. We'd be calling it Warren DC. We'd have Warren's face on a bunch of dollars. And Washington, you know, I don't know what was going to happen with him, but this was his entree into it because they're like, we need someone from the South to make this a continental. We need the whole thing to feel like we are a nation and not just a bunch of mass holes running around like crazy because some of these dudes didn't even have guns. Like they made spears for him in one of the things. They're like, <laughs> hey, dude, chuck a spear over here and I'm ready to go. Let's get this. It's on. <laughs> Well, Warren did leave a legacy, the Warren Tavern in downtown Charlestown. 
which became- Was that your spot? It was one of the spots. And it was like- That's not that far from the actual battle. In the 90s and 2000s, that was like basically the Wednesday Charlestown. Everybody crams into a small bar. The the ladies are wearing the oversized sweaters. The guys are wearing like their one Oxford that has a beer stain on it from two nights before with their with their faded jeans. I want to go right now. And all the guys are on one end, the girls are in the other, and then it's just like at about twelve thirty, everybody starts mingling, and then you see what happens. That that became Joseph Warren's legacy. I'm going to say that's not as good of a legacy as being the first president. Yeah, he's just totally forgotten. I mean, the guy's completely overlooked. A so. lot of hookups between Sully and Mary Catherine at 2.30 in the morning in Charlestown. When were you the at St. Mike's? The new legacy for, for Joseph Warren, right? Like, wait a minute, you were at St. Mike's when? <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah, no way. No way. Where'd you live? That's amazing. Um, well, bonus, bonus hottest take? Yeah. Lexington, Kentucky, named after the Battle of Lexington. So I did a little research on this. So shout out to Big Blue Nation, but it's really Big Boston Nation down there. Oh. And so what I think should happen is that every Kentucky national championship should go towards Boston's total of, of major sports like championships. Right. So New York right now, because they have 30 teams, has 54 world championships in sports. Boston is behind at 39. So if we just take those eight from Lexington, because it's basically Boston South anyway, it was yeah. named after... Mass holes, respect for your respect for the North. Like, we get it. Um, we're just going to take those eight from you, add it to Boston's total, and that means you're going to be at 47, just seven away from New York City. I like it. Shout out to Dr. Joe. Shout out to Ryan Russell. This is Bill Simmons. This has been The Hottest Take.